You're listening to the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast, episode 29. And I want to share with you two words. I used to say loads to students, and you've likely said to your teen as well, and that I have very intentionally stopped saying, or at least tried to, they do slip out every once in a while, and I'm going to tell you what they are, and most importantly, tell you why. I'm Katie Jones, and with over 15 years in education as an award-winning high school teacher, international external examiner, and as a study coach, I've helped thousands of students skyrocket their results and confidence. And this podcast is where I share all my insights, tactics, and tips with you, the parent, so you can help your hardworking team get happy, smart, and successful in their study, and have you both enjoy the journey along the way. This is the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Hey, VIPs, how is your week going? Mine is going great. (laughs) School has finished for the year, and although I only do relief teaching now to give me all the time and headspace that I need for all things rock solid study, my head right now has even more space to be totally buzzing with tons of ideas and plans for next year, which is exactly what it's doing, and I love it. I am currently planning a term one online parent event. So look out for that in the new year and also an awesome live huge training that we're going to be doing for our next level students mid semester one, because we just sought out our brand new version of next level coaching, which is my coaching program for students who have completed the 10 week grade transformation, seen success and want to keep that success going and take it further. Our next level coaching now includes, as well as some other awesome additions that we have made, like Ask Katie, and a fantastic live online advanced event each semester. It also now includes private one-to-one coaching for students every week. Because up until now, we've done everything through group coaching, which is still in my eyes, the very best type of coaching because it means students get to see and do and work on everything. I don't mean by doing all different subjects that aren't relevant to them. I mean they get specific feedback and support on their own tasks, their own skill set, and they get to use other students' assessments, drafts, teacher feedback as unseen texts, resources, tasks, assignments, and feedback. And they use these then as practice in building their skills by seeing things as the marker, by viewing things through the eyes of the examiner, seeing everything afresh as an outsider. So they have no emotional or personal attachment, just like an examiner or moderator does. And that is magic. But I also know that when it comes to students' schedules and what they've got on at any given moment, they also need to be able to match the timing and the type of support to them specifically. And so we are keeping all of the things that allow that in group coaching, like pre-submissions, getting full recordings. And we are also adding the private one-to-one coaching sessions because I know that so 
some students are also a little bit shy or nervous. And so getting their own session at a time that works best for them that week and where they can decide to use me or Gemma, our English Focus Coach, to best serve their needs that week is something that I'm really excited to be including. And I know that all of our students and their parents are excited for it too. So the other thing I'm doing is getting everything set up for all of that, all of the online scheduling, all of the access. There is so much going on behind the scenes right now. And I know that I don't really talk about Next Level very much because it is only for those students who have completed the 10-week grade transformation program. And honestly, for most students, the 10WGT really is everything they want and need to get to where they want to be. But for those who do want more, want to go to their next level, find out what that is. Perhaps they have specific big goals and results that they want to hit and want that extra guidance and expert personal trainer on side to keep moving forwards and upwards, then that is what Next Level is all about. And talking of performance and results, that is the perfect segue into what I want to talk about today. The two words that I always used to say to students, but now I never do. Or at least I try consciously not to because habits can be tough to break, right? Especially when they are well-meaning because those two words that I have stopped saying are the words, good luck. Yep, I never or I try never to wish students good luck for their presentation or their speech. I never say good luck as they walk into the exam hall. And I do this very intentionally. Not because I don't want them to do well. Not because I am mean and horrible. (laughs) It can be a little bit mean and horrible sometimes. But because over the years, I've decided that I just don't really believe in luck. And I want students to know that they don't need to rely on it. Because I have come to believe that really in most things in life, we create our own luck. I believe that the outcomes and results that we get in life almost always come down to a collection of small actions or decisions that add up or sometimes can be the result of just one or two big ones. But I think when it comes to study, it is usually the former. Now, There are, of course, things that happen to us that are outside of our control. But I still think we have control in how we react or how we prepare for those things. Things that we may be able to foresee or that we can react to in a certain way if they happen. I mean, we could say that our numbers coming up on the lotto is luck. But we've still got to go and buy a ticket because no ticket means it's not bad luck that we didn't win. We guaranteed a no win. (laughs) Or we could say that the weather on a special day for a wedding or a sporting event maybe is out of our control. And yes, we cannot control that, but we can have backup plans that can be made and we can plan for how we deal for things if it doesn't go to plan those things can be controlled. I just believe that we can do a lot to set ourselves up for success. And not just so that everything goes perfectly, because if I had 
had the key to that, then this would be a very different podcast episode, I can tell you. But so that we can deal with things effectively when they don't go as we hoped or take preventative action by foreseeing some of the potential hurdles or obstacles along the way. In fact, I actually ran a goal setting exercise with my current Next Level members last week and we talked about how identifying the things that could go wrong or scupper their ideal plans are actually the how-to guide for achieving that goal that they've set. If they identify or predict those things, that then gives them all the steps and the plan of how to then achieve that goal because things don't go smoothly all of the time. That's just not real life. Did you notice? (laughs) But being ready for them or having the ability to make smart decisions is huge. And here is the mistake that I see happening so often in students and their study. Thinking that it's down to luck as to what comes up on the essay question or comes up on the exam paper, what questions are asked and how they are worded, that that is just out of their hands, out of their control. Now, Are the questions on the paper out of students' control? Yes. But do they have control over their ability to respond to and answer those questions? Yes. Are there strategies and skills to increase that level of control and ability? Absolutely. But hope is not a strategy. Guessing is not a skill. And I don't want students going into an exam or tackling any part of their study and needing or relying on luck. And I think this is a good thing. I think this is great news because it would be pretty terrible, wouldn't it, if after all the work that your teen has done, that the exams that they have studied for and prepped so hard for, or the speech that they've rehearsed and practiced for, that when it comes down to it, it's just down to luck. That would not be a good thing. And here's why it doesn't come down to that. Let's think about a couple of examples. When your teen is really hoping that a particular question comes up on a test and it does, that is not good luck. The reason why it's good for them is the fact that they understood the content and then planned and prepped well for that topic. That's what led them to hoping that that question comes up. So yes, they might have found that particular topic easier to grasp in the first place or perhaps more interesting than others, but that's to do with the way each of us is wired. That is not the good or bad luck of the paper. Or when they're really hoping that a particular topic does not come up and it does, that's not bad luck. It's just that they weren't as practiced or knowledgeable or confident as they wanted or perhaps needed to be. And what we do to plug those gaps in knowledge or build the skills that we find more difficult is often what really makes the difference. I've definitely had it myself and I've seen it with students that I've taught where you know something is a weakness and so you work extra hard on it and you actually end up hoping that it does come up on the exam because it is fresh in your head and you know that you now totally get it. You're ready for it. And conversely, just hoping that that weaker topic doesn't come up is not taking control. It is clearly not a strategy. And this is why I train students in prioritizing strategically when they're doing their revision planning or when time is tight and there is a big 
big to-do list. We take control by acknowledging the problems, tackling them head on, finding those weaknesses, and then first off deciding, okay, is this worth doing something about? Is this worth working on? And if it is, then planning that work on it and actually doing that work. Because yes, each of us naturally will find different subjects or topics easier or harder than others. That doesn't mean we just get lucky if those do or don't get set for an assignment or get asked in an exam. That just means that we have to work strategically and effectively to get good at those parts that we find harder and maximize the areas that are already our strengths. But this is not me just saying that students need to work really, really hard all of the time. I don't buy into that quote of the harder I work, the luckier I get. Have you heard of that one? To give it credit, I think from a very quick Google search, I think that it's originally from Samuel Goldwyn. And I think the actual quote that was originally said was, I'm a great believer in luck. The harder I work, the more I have of it. And it's kind of just gotten shortened over the years. And I really like the idea of it because it is about having control over the outcomes and the results we get in life. And a lot of what I've just said, I know, does kind of tie into that idea or message. But in terms of planning and working to create success and great results, there is an issue I have with this quote. And that is that hard work in and of itself, lots of time, lots of effort, does not guarantee success for students. That hard work and effort need to be effective. It needs to be on the most relevant things in the most effective and efficient ways. Because I see so many students spending hours on their study, but not getting the results that they are capable of. They are making pages and pages of study notes. They are doing hours of research for an assignment. They're doing endless practice questions and redrafts. But hours does not equal marks doesn't. And if you have a hardworking teen who has spent forever on an assignment, you've had to beg them to get to bed or just stop working on it, only to end up getting a result that they were a little or a lot (laughs) disappointed with, you know this. Now, of course, If they do no work and put in no effort, then it is likely that they're not going to do well. And they'll definitely be relying on some luck then. Although I don't even think that the best luck in the world is going to save them in those situations. You see, we kind of just don't want to rely on luck in either situation, right? The quote needs to be, the harder I work on the things that give most bang for buck or best return on effort, you might have heard me talk about those concepts before, and on the subject content that is most strategic for me to be working on and on the skills of application that I most need right now, then the luckier I get. (laughs) And then, of course, it's not even the luckier I get. It's just the better results and outcomes I achieve. So basically, it needs to become the more strategically and effectively I study the better results I get. (laughs) And that doesn't exactly have the same ring to it. And it's lost all of its amusingness and the message that it's actually trying to get across. So I don't think that's going on a vision board anytime soon. But this is why I don't just say good luck. 
Honestly, when I have students going into an exam, I say things like, just look for those command words or remember that third step of analysis. Or if they're going into a presentation, I'll be whispering things like, hey, make lots of eye contact or be really over the top when they're going into that speech. It's not as snappy. It's not lighthearted. It's not as fun as just giving them a little good luck nudge. But... I feel like it's more useful and I feel like it's more truthful. I do sometimes say things like, oh, you're awesome. You can do this because they are. And I believe that I'm just not willing to say things that I don't believe in. Now, I know that there will be some of you out there right now who are just trying to rack your brains to find an example of luck being something that is out of our control and that will prove me wrong, that luck is a thing for students. And that is fine. I'm sure there are some examples somewhere. I just happen to think that this is a more positive and productive way to think about things. And plus, I'm a bit of a control freak. Or as I heard it put recently, a control enthusiast. (laughs) And I am totally putting myself in that category. So I would love to know what are you or what is your team doing to create more luck and brilliant things in life? You can email me as always, support at rocksolidstudy.com or leave it as feedback in a review in any of the podcast apps that you use. I would love to hear from you. And until next week, go create some luck and have fun enjoying the outcomes too. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to have your teen achieve their best possible results with less stress, then I want to invite you to enroll them in the 10-week grade transformation program, where they're going to learn the key concepts, skills, and strategies to catapult their performance in assessments and exams. It's risk-free. They either achieve bigger and better results with a whole lot more confidence in 10 weeks, or we refund you in full. Just head over to www.rocksolidstudy.com forward slash program and I'll see you there.